Hello and welcome to Tech and Tonic Special. Now, last week we didn't really do a show. This week we don't we didn't really have an episode as well. And there's a very good reason for that. We were waiting for kind of yesterday. We were waiting for kind of today as well, right? And it's the and we, biggest launch of the year for Samsung. Yeah, but also we've been pretty busy. Yes, we've been quite busy doing a lot of other things. Trying to bring contents to you lah, right? That's that's what we've been busy at. But yesterday was probably one of the most anticipated launch in in the entire year. Not just for us, I think even for Samsung and a lot of the people who are into tech. Yeah, especially when it comes to foldables because we're technically kicking off a second generation of foldables. And also, we are also bringing a new generation of Galaxy Note to the table. Yes. So yesterday, we saw Galaxy Unpacked yesterday night, right? And we saw the Galaxy Note 20, the Note 20 Ultra, the Flip Z. Or is it a Flip Z? Galaxy Z Fold. Z Fold. It's yeah, a Z it's Fold not, now. It's not a flip. It's not a Z Flip now. The Flip is the one that will... F- basically flip right it's vertical uh-huh. this is horizontal oh wait no 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 the opposite no 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 we saw the z flip 5g right no nope, there was not a yesterday p- it was uh announced two weeks ago all oh, right that was two, announced two weeks ago but we had a brief yesterday okay but we also saw the samsung galaxy fold 2 yep yes but let's start with the Samsung Galaxy Note 20 and the Note 20 Ultra. Now, Jeevan can tell you more about it because he's actually touched the device yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes, no, the day before yesterday. The day before yesterday, Tuesday. Yeah, so we had a brief about the phones. And I have to say, Samsung's uh, approach with the Note 20 Ultra makes a lot more sense than what it did with the S20 Ultra very succinctly they put more power into the notes that made a lot more sense than just shoehorning everything that you would possibly want when you compare yourself to a chinese brand oh really yes so like for the note you don't have that 100 times zoom anymore Mm -hmm. you have 50 and 30. note 20 is 30 times zoom which is what we saw on the Samsung Galaxy S20 Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And the Ultra has 50 times zoom. Hmm. And what they focused on was improving the experience when it comes to your S Pen, which is technically what we buy a Note for. Yes. So we've always looked at the Samsung Galaxy Note, at least since uh, I've had it, since the Galaxy Note, I think yeah the Note 2 and I've always seen it as a productivity smartphone a productivity tool instead of you know just a regular flagship smartphone and I think that was what the Samsung guys were talking about also um, last night I think right yeah and and yesterday and two days ago and I think since last year they've made the Galaxy Note series one of the most versatile series when it comes to being productive they've also made it a producer's kit Yep. You can produce videos, you can create whatever you want, pictures, videos, Instagram, and even like for us, YouTube content using the Galaxy Note 10 and now the Note 20. 
is basically a product production tool in some cases i mean let's say lah because both of us are using the note series right i'm on a samsung galaxy note 9 and jivan's on a samsung galaxy note 10 plus plus and we are actually using both of them like a lot for our photos our product photos or even like when we go out and play where we do our photos even our event photos also we use all these cameras yeah and to be very honest the note series has been one of the most signature series to samsung yep and you can't say any other manufacturer has that j- j- x factor Yeah, when it comes to the any of their series. Yeah, because at this point, when I saw the pricing, not the pricing lah, but when I was looking at flagships last year, including the Note 10 and everything, and I'm like, I think the winner this that last year lah, basically in 2019, was the Sony Xperia One to me, because it made so much sense. You get like 4K display, you get a very good camera, you get Alpha camera with it, you know. Then the Note 10 was like, meh. It's not only that. I think the Note 10, at least in Malaysia, was done a disservice when it comes to how it was launched. Okay lah, let's not talk about that lah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> if you ask me, like I've been using the Note 10 series, basically any uh, any download that you see me in is either produced on a Note or whatever review device is capable mm. that I'm having mm. because. We essentially have two good cameras in the office. Yep. And we didn't have access to it throughout the MCO. Oh yeah, MCO was bad. Yeah. So MCO was bad for us. Let's talk about that for a, <laughs> for a little bit, okay? MCO was quite bad for us because we had to move a lot of things that we had in the office home, and because our office is right opposite a hospital. Okay, we're we're not gonna mention which hospital. Yeah, we didn't want want to take any risk coming back to the office, so we had to clear out everything as much as we can, and we basically left our cameras here. Yeah, that was not very smart of us, but it also forced us to see how versatile our phones are. Yeah, but that's the thing. The Note what the Note Ten Plus was versatile enough that at times I didn't even need to have a separate mic to pick up my audio. Yeah, that's how good smartphones have become, right? But let's focus on the Note Twenty here. What what improvements have they brought forward? So let's get, uh, let's get the specs out of the way. It's a Snapdragon, eight six five plus yep. in the US, mm-hmm. and everywhere else we are getting the Exynos nine ninety. I know, disappointing, but what I can say from my very very short time with it was it seems to perform better than the S20 Ultra right but this is also a newer series processor that we're seeing in the Note 20 right yes yeah so the S20 Ultra at least the one that we got for review i hate it yeah it was a clunky phone mm. my Note 10 actually felt faster than the S20 Ultra that's that's actually okay lah that's not a very good um testimony for the the for the S20 but i feel like we should have gotten the Qualcomm series of the Note 20 as well i mean they did bring it they did bring the Qualcomm variant of the Samsung Galaxy S uh, lineup when they had the Samsung Galaxy S4 yeah but at the same time i think we are at 
an advantage by getting the Exynos at least in Malaysia because mm-hmm. our 5G backbone mm-hmm. runs on a lot of Huawei and Samsung technology. Yes. And I am assuming that because we're using their chips and their technology, we will have better uh, 5G reception. And that is one thing to take note of on the Note 20 series. If you get a 5G variant, mm-hmm. you're actually getting access to millimeter wave and sub-6 uh, connectivity. Which but, is exactly what we have here, lah, basically, yeah. right? But in Malaysia, we only have, I think, sub-6 so far. So far, that's one. That's the one that has been confirmed. But I think Samsung's working on the millim the millimeter wave here as well. Yeah, I'm not so sure, but uh, we'll update you on that. But the Samsung Galaxy Note Twenty also now comes in also in three variants, basically, right? So there's the Samsung Galaxy Note Twenty, the Note Samsung, Twenty Five G, and then the Samsung Galaxy Note Twenty Ultra Five G. So the Five G, the Five G model comes to both now and there's an option for you not to go on 5g which will set you back how much what's what's the price range now i think it's 3899 if i remember correctly 3899 starting at so mm-hmm. your note 24g comes at 3899 mm-hmm. and then you jump up to 4299 and then your 5g ultra comes in at about 5199 hmm it's a bit uh, expensive. Uh. It's very expensive to be honest. <laughs> but at the same time, with the versatility of the S Pen, mm-hmm. I think it's justified. Okay. But for Malaysians, at least now, mm. since we don't have 5G right. just yet, okay. it doesn't make sense to get a 5G phone. That is true. But I mean, you get 5G phone right now because you want to prepare for 5G, right? At, but at the same time, I also feel that it doesn't really make sense because the pricing for 5G on consumers' hands, in consumers' hands, has not been confirmed just yet. We don't know how much it is, but from what we can tell, it's going to be a bit more expensive in the beginning. Or at least that's how it looks like from people like Maxis, U-Mobile, and things like that. Yeah, that is one of the trends that we're seeing. But at the same time, we are talking about a phone which is costing Roughly a mid-tier laptop meant for gaming. and Actually, not, not just a mid-tier, a really good mid-tier gaming laptop. Exactly. and For example, I, the Nitro 5 yeah, is it, 4899 if you get the full specs. Yeah. And if you're comparing that those two markets, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us would be better served with a laptop. Nah, again, I think we have to bring this um, discussion we had with Isa, I think, in episode 3 about uh, having a smartphone or a camera. And I think we have to think about what you're looking for when, you get, when you're trying to get a phone or when you want to buy an electronic gadget, essentially, right? What are you looking for from that device? Are you just using it as a phone or are you using it as your gaming device or whatever not? Yeah, but I think at the same time, we're looking at what Samsung brings with the Note 20 mm-hmm. series and DeX has been improved tremendously. Ooh. So one thing they didn't really show off in uh, the launch was how DeX wirelessly works. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really... Like if you're using DeX now, mm-hmm. you would know that when you plug in your phone, mm-hmm. you only can use 
the screen on your laptop or whatever screen you're using. Yep. With wireless decks, it becomes a second screen. Right. So you project what you project and what you have on your phone can be totally different. Oh, that's nice. It's, so it's like an extension. Yeah. So it's become even more of a productivity tool. Yeah. And you can basically do presentations. You can do uh, previews of your videos and stuff like that mm-hmm. with a large group of people with the Note 20. Right. What about the S Pen? The S Pen, we have more of the same. Mm-hmm. From the Note 10 series mm-hmm. But at the same time What uh, Samsung has done Is focus on Creating A better user experience With the S Pen Right So it, Does it does the battery last longer? That's one thing Because Since the Note 9 They have switched to Sort of a Bluetooth Kind of connection From your Note From your S Pen To the phone Right So that you can use it As a camera remote and you know as a gesture tool and things like that which makes a lot of sense okay but the problem is when you switch to battery okay the note 9's s pen could only last for less than half an hour the note 10 is no not much better than that i think battery life wise it might still be the same because mm-hmm. on the spec sheet it said 24 hours standby yep which is the same thing that it said for the note 10 Right. But at the same time, what Samsung Wait, how has, big is the battery for the smartphone? Uh, the smartphone's battery, so the Note 20 comes in at 4,200 milliamp hours. That's not big. And the Note 20 Plus, I think it's at 4,800 if, re- if I remember correctly. The fo- Note 20 Ultra, you mean? Yeah. That's not... Well, I mean the Ultra is big, but I don't think the... The Note 20's battery does any justification for it. I think it's already quite small for a smartphone that's this big. I mean, how big is the screen? The screen is at 6.7 and 6.9, if I remember. Is that not that much difference in screen size? Yep. But the battery is so small. Why? I mean, here's the problem with um, Samsung devices of the modern world, right? Okay. Well, we don't want to mention that there was a there was a battery problem before this lah. But boom, yeah, we shouldn't mention that. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, since then we don't have like huge batteries on Samsung devices, and that's a very big problem for a lot of the Samsung devices that we've used because when when we want to use our phone, we want it to last the whole day, and Samsung smartphones sometimes struggle to do that after like you've been using it for like a year or two years, and you start to load it up with apps and things like that. Which is a very big problem, I think, for me, because then then what's the point of the phone? So one thing I've discovered about any phone recently mm-hmm. is that if you don't use fast charging, your battery holds charge a whole lot better. Oh yes, that's another thing. Even wireless charging. I, I noticed this when I was wireless wirelessly charging my Note 9. My battery charge doesn't hold as long. And if I charge it slowly with a normal charger or charging it through your, your your laptop and whatnot, it lasts a whole lot longer. Yeah, so... Don't don't fast charge your stuff. So, like, <laughs> for me, when I, I go to sleep, I'm basically plugging stuff into a slow charger. Yep. And for the past three weeks, mm-hmm. I've only needed to charge my Note 10 Plus once in one and a half days. Yeah, that's nice. That's good. Yeah, and Darren can vouch for this. 
the Note 10 Plus is basically my go-to uh, device. Right. So, I mean, the Note 9 that I've been using, um, at least for us right now, because we are working from home most of the time, we don't have to charge the phones every day. We only charge the phones when we need to. And that's another thing, right? Um, to make sure that your battery has charge, or you to make sure that your battery lasts as long as possible, you want to make sure that it's charged up to 100% most of the time, which also means that you should leave it, leave it plugged in but at the same time, you shouldn't plug it in with a fast charger. You should always plug it in when uh, using a normal slow charger that charges the thing constantly but slowly. Yeah, that's what I. That's what we found with lithium batteries. It's a different case when you're using alkaline batteries. It's not like the old batteries that yeah. you're used to anymore, right? So lithium batteries last like that. Even when you're talking about electronic cars when electric cars that that um that charges fast and stuff like that you shouldn't always fast charge your device because it hurts the batteries a lot yep so now with the note 20s s pen mm. what they've done is actually focused on software right so the first thing they did was they've implemented an ai mm-hmm when it comes to the S Pen, which helps you write a lot faster. Right. So they brought latency down from 42 milliseconds to 9 milliseconds. What is nice. It's very nice, especially if you're like me and you like to doodle a lot. It means that as soon as you start moving your pen, it will start drawing. But it's not just that. It's not just doodling, right? It's even better for note-taking. It feels like you're really writing on paper. At least it's near to that experience right you don't see that delay that drag when you drag your pen then there's nothing there's no strokes or whatever not yeah it feels more natural writing now which yes. is much 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 better i am hoping they bring this technology to the older notes with an update because it makes so much sense but also they've introduced air commands mm. which is basically you navigating your phone with social distancing well, you have to distance yourself from your phone. Lah. Yeah, so it allows you to use your S Pen as a wand. Mm. And you're basically doing things like... Wait, wait, wait. So you're now Harry Potter. You are full on Harry Potter, not just when you're using your camera. Yeah, Harry Potter now. So you. So can... we should call this the Harry Potter phone. Technically. Yeah. It's the Hogwarts mobile. Yeah. <laughs> so like and the different colors are like different houses in Harry <laughs> Potter, right? In Hogwarts. Like really? if you choose the if you choose the bronze color, it will be like Gryffindor or something like that. And then the green color will be Slytherin, Slytherin. You know, but but let's talk about the colors a little bit because the colors are I think the most interesting part this year also because they brought in green. Finally they brought in green. I like the green, but it's only available on the Note 20, not the Ultra. The oh, green man. is so pretty. Uh, and it's not only that. The green is not in your face like a lot of the other colors. The mm. bronze is very in your face. Right. Uh, it's kind of like the rose gold of old. Mm-hmm. But it still looks a lot more premium. And I think Samsung used this term in their presentation yesterday. Mm-hmm. They mentioned gender fluid. So, ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so then I'm not But when it that. comes to the green, I feel like the green is is pretty on the fence when it comes to colors and if you want to bring up this whole gender thing and 
It's not in your face. It's subtle enough that you don't look super unprofessional. Mm. And it's also bright and vibrant enough okay. that you don't blend into the crowd. Right. So here's the thing. I've You've seen the colors, okay? I haven't actually seen the device because they only allow one of us in for some reason. That's Samsung for you. But... Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> we know other people. We know of other publications with two people there. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are not going to we are not going to blame them for that. We understand that that context of social distancing. We would have also only sent one of us there anyway. Okay, uh, but they didn't give us a choice, so it's okay. But the thing is, the green color, from what I saw from photos, it actually looks very soft. It's not the emerald green that I sort of like when they brought it in with the Samsung Galaxy S6 Edge, if I'm not wrong. No, right? it's a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. And because of the finish on the Note series, yep. it looks a lot more matte. So it's not in your face in your face glossy. and that's also same with the bronze color right it's a bit more matte than yep. glossy and the white and the black is very glossy oh wait the black doesn't come with the note 20 yeah so you get mystic gray when it comes to the note 20 and it's basically a brighter black it looks nearly gunmetal so it's gunmetal gray basically right okay <laughs> Now, the the biggest question with the Note 20 right now is would we buy it? Would you buy it, Jeevan? After seeing it, after playing with it for a while. Not a whole day, I mean, you get like a few hours with it, I think. 30 minutes. 30 minutes, wow. Okay, Uh, yeah, after 30 minutes, how how would you rate it and would you buy it? First impressions, based on my first impressions, I would say yes. Mm. But at the same time, I want to see how it differentiates itself from the Note 10. Right. So Did there will be plans coming up from the from the uh, carriers, right? From the network carriers, definitely. Yeah. To make it a bit cheaper and more affordable for you to use. Because 5199, 5199 ringgit is a lot of money. It is way too much money to spend on a phone, in exactly. my opinion. Exactly. <laughs> so buy a gaming it, when you buy the Note 20 series from... Uh, carriers mm. Maxis plan is basically can we what, actually say that already yes okay cool uh, Maxis plan is actually 129 a month mm-hmm. with Maxis resolution for the Note 20 5G right Note 20 Ultra 5G is 159 a month with resolution 159 ringgit a month on top of whatever plan that you're already paying for yes right Please so to be clear mind. yeah keep keep that in mind it's not 159 including a plan it's 159 ringgit, zero lotion, on top of the plan that you're already paying for. That means if you're already paying for 148 ringgit of a plan, okay, you're paying 159 ringgit on top of that. Yep. Which I calculated, if it's a 24-month contract, right, it's actually way cheaper than the, than the retail price. At least just now when uh, during lunch we actually came up with the calculation, it's about yeah. 3,800 ringgit in total. For yep. 24 months. It's 24 months contract, right? Yes. So, Digi's plan start at 108 mm. for the Note 20 5G. Right. 20 Ultra 5G start at 148. Well, that's not bad. 
Yeah. That's still cheaper. Yes. Yeah, so if you were going to buy it, yes, probably look at the plans. It makes a lot of sense now, at least. Now, let's talk about a Fold 2 because I feel like that's one of the stars of the show. It's not one of the stars of the show. It was the star of the show. Hence right. why they revealed it at the very end. Sadly, we didn't get a hands-on with it. Jivan didn't have any time with it at all. I don't think any of us had uh, hands-on with it. Oh, man. So Did they bring it in for the brief? No. Oh, man. And it doesn't look like anybody else actually got their hands on the Fold 2 yet. Oh, that's kind of sad. But here's the thing when I... S- well, here's the thing about the Fold 2 when I see it on screen, right? At least on my PC screen. Uh, I don't get access to the TV because my mom conquers it. But anyway... When I see the device on the screen, at least the Fold 2, I feel like that should have been the Fold. Yeah, so it makes a lot more sense that they have a 6.7-inch screen Yeah, right up front. Because I can tell you from the time we had the Fold, mm-hmm. like both of us were using it for a period of time. And we, we got were, really annoyed with the front screen. Yeah, we were using the front screen half the time simply because... When you answer phones, you don't expect to open a tablet. You to can't. Answer a phone. So with the fold, when you're answering the phone, you cannot actually leave the thing open. Yeah. Unless you're using it as a speakerphone. Yeah, and the screen in front was actually really, really subpar for the money that they were asking. It's sub. Is oh my gosh! It's annoying. It's it- so small. It's rubbish. Yeah, and also, you're talking about a device that is meant to keep you productive, to help you consume uh, your content. And to be very honest, unless you are opening the fold the whole time... Right, which is not the case. Yeah, you are basically losing out. Right, so here's the most annoying part from the fold as well. You're paying 8,000 ringgit in Malaysia, right? Actually, more than that. You're paying nearly 9,000 ringgit yeah. for the smartphone, for the Samsung Galaxy Fold 1, uh, essentially. And when we had our time with it, our one came from France for some reason, okay? But it doesn't feel like an 8,000 ringgit product. It feels like an 8,000 ringgit product prototype. It doesn't feel like it's ready for the market. Yeah, and the Fold 2 looks like it's ready for, for prime time. It actually looks like it's a lot sturdier. It looks like it's properly made. It's It looked ready for the market. Yeah, and the one thing that I noticed when they were showing it off mm. is that the hinge does not block you anymore. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Also, the hinge is multi-angle now. So you can just leave it at any angle. You can type it like it's the communicator. Yeah. That's the best thing about it. Like so, We were looking at a Galaxy Fold and I was like thinking... Man, I wish they could have variable screen angles. Then we can use it like there's a keyboard there and then the typing screen is on top. Like the communicator, you know, like the Nokia communicators. Yeah, and I think they had to make the Galaxy Z Flip to experiment with the software. Yep. And thankfully, they had that feature in the Galaxy Z Flip where you could have the multi-angle I was using it for a few video calls with my cousins in uh, UK and stuff like that. And it was very convenient. Yeah. The other thing that it was really nice mm-hmm. to use was when you're watching YouTube, you can actually just leave it half open. And, and prop it up. Like Yeah. 
right i saw the the demo video and they were using it they were using the front screen now okay as a youtube viewer or netflix or whatever not and it's just propped up halfway they're using the front screen you can use either screens to watch now which yeah. makes so much more sense yeah and to be very frank i'm hoping that the price won't be up there because we got the flip at only 5888 which is still more sensible than the 10,000 ringgit price tag. Yeah, but I think the Fold 2 is still going to be expensive, right? That's no doubt about it. And you are getting basically two to three displays on a single phone. And it's still a very premium product. It's not very easy to produce because the hinge is very complex. It's not cheap to produce. It's not cheap to research or develop that, that hinge. Yep. Well, they ed- they added some bristles, lah, which is a, quite a cheap solution to preventing dust going into the phone. But at the same time, it's not easy to develop all these things. It takes time to research. They they did a lot of a lot of things with it, and they've actually mentioned how many prototypes they actually had to go through to come to the hinge that they have now. They actually did about a hundred and eight prototypes, a hundred and eighty prototypes. No, a hundred and eight. And then they had the base for what they have now. Was yeah. it 109? Something, like, something that. like that. Something like that. It's, it's more than 100 prototypes that they came up with to but, get to the hinge that they have now. But one thing I would also like to highlight is that even the real life unit that they were showing off on stage, you could not see the crease. Yeah. And that's the biggest, I think, step forward for foldable devices. And hopefully that would be the case in the future, you know? Yeah, and I think the Galaxy Fold 2 mm-hmm. or the Z Fold 2 is... Is actually, it Z Fold 2? Yeah. Okay. So I think they are foldable Or is line. it Z Fold 2? Huh. Depends. Do you come from the UK no, no, or this, the US? But at the same time, this really depends on how Samsung actually um, mentioned... Well, basically what their marketing blurb is, right? Because it could be the Z. Because... That we have this problem before when it came to in automotive, at, uh, actually, when Nissan launched their 350Z. It's not a Z, it's a Z. Yeah, but at the same time, it, with the Galaxy Z Fold, it's a lot to do with how Samsung brands it. And we heard them say Z Fold on Yeah, so it's yesterday. Z Fold lah, huh? We'll just work with Z4. But I think with this kind of smartphones, I think the really the focus is not really on the specs anymore. So while it's powered by a very, very powerful Exynos... Exynos 865. Yeah, uh, oh, Snapdragon. Yes. Oh, so it's a Qualcomm Snapdragon 865. Very, very powerful thing. Uh, how many RAM does it come with? That we don't know yet. Right. But I think that's not the focus of this smartphone. I, I think... At all these things is not really made to be a spec beast. It's really made for productivity and that's what's important. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things we have to realize about Samsung's year-end launch is that it's a productivity launch. Yep. The Note, the Fold, the Watch, and even the Buds Live. The bean-looking things. Yeah, I will call it the Galaxy Beans. They should have called it Galaxy Beans, right? They it's should such a missed opportunity. <laughs> they actually should have called it the Samsung Magic Beans. Yep. Because it actually looks like that. 
Yeah, so these devices are all focused on one thing. Mm. And that's getting work done. Or actually get making the most out of your time. Yeah, making the most out of your day. Because the Samsung Galaxy, even the Samsung Galaxy Buds Live, or we will call it the Samsung Galaxy Magic Beans Live, because it does look like that. Okay, it's an active noise cancelling earphone, earpieces, that you can use for exercises. You can take it anywhere. It's small enough to fit in your bag. It's actually smaller than our favourite uh, Sony earphones, which is the uh, the WF-1000X Mark IV. Yeah. Eh, no, so Mark III, sorry. In an analogy or a comparison that will give most guys uh, weak knees or terrors, it actually looks like an engagement ring box. It does, and it opens like one too. Yes. But at the same time, it actually really, really makes sense, right? It's easy to access uh, the, the earbuds when you open it up. There's a lot of opening, okay? And I think it's the most sensible way to open a box, I think. La. For me, it was the easiest earbuds that Samsung has released for me to pull out of the box. Yeah, we, we had problems with the Samsung Galaxy Buds. Even the Buds Plus. My fingers yeah. It's the same Well they use the same case anyway right Yeah Which, my fingers are sausages So Taking it out from the cases Basically meant that I was fumbling for about 2 minutes Trying to pull them out I had I had smaller fingers than Jivan But even then I still had problems with it Because the sides were so slippery Yeah The plastic sides at least was very slippery And that is the most prominent part Of the Samsung Galaxy Buds When you open it up from that little pill box I, but the thing I like about the Galaxy Beans or the Buds Live is actually the fact that it does not have ambient mode. Huh? Wait, what? 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 Yeah, it does not have ambient mode. What do you mean? But Samsung guarantees that you will be able to hear people talking to you. I don't understand. So it's active noise cancelling runs throughout right. until somebody talks to you. So it has to recognize a human voice. A human voice, or if there's announcement happening, it will pick up the announcement. Oh, that's clever. So at I'm least they they've they've isolated the the human voice frequency. Yeah, pretty I, much. I had a problem with my vocab. Sorry. Pretty much. So I'm actually excited to see how this works, because even with the Galaxy Buds and Buds Plus, and even the Icon X. If you've ever used its ambient mode and you ask it to focus on speech, you will realize that you have bionic hearing with those things in your ears. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They amplify everything. And at the same time, they kind of sound muddled. Yeah. And if you have used ambient mode on any other headphones, you will realize that ambient mode, it has problems detecting and keeping the ambient sound on. Most of the time. Yes. And if somebody talks to you, you lose half the dialogue in muddled because uh, they sound that they're coming from underground. Right. I mean, the Samsung Galaxy Buds um, recent software update has fixed that a little bit. But at the same time, they still amplify a lot of the voice around you. Okay. And that's not what you like to hear. That's not what I like to hear, at least. While it does sound more natural, okay, and phone calls actually sound really good on the Samsung Galaxy Buds. That's their forte, okay? But at the same time, we still prefer using our Sonys. Oh, and one more thing about the Buds. Actually, it's about the Note mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is Pro Video Mode. Oh, okay. Which allows you to play with audio levels. 
your focus, even the speed of your zoom. So sounds like what Sony is doing to the Xperia One. Yes, and Ooh. you can even take a uh, Bluetooth input for audio. Ooh. So you can use your Buds Live or the Beans as an audio source for voiceovers. Perfect for vlogging, man. Yes. Perfect for vlogging. I actually saw somebody using the Galaxy Buds Live on a YouTube video yesterday. Ooh. And the audio pickup sounded really good. Yeah, I mean that's the forte about the Samsung Galaxy Buds as well, right? The not not the live or even the plus. Okay, in in phone calls it actually sounds really natural. And I think that's one of the best things that smartphone makers has in their arsenal, right? These things they've done well. Like Samsung has done all these things very very well. They have managed to make your phone call sounds like you're talking to another person like next to you. Yep. You know. And that's what they've done with the Samsung Galaxy Buds as well. And I that's a good thing that they've brought in brought that into the Samsung Galaxy Buds life. And then now they make it for videos. That's actually yeah. really cool. Yeah. And I think Darwin can vouch for this. When we were in Singapore, mm-hmm. I was literally walking on the road with the Galaxy Buds in my ears. Were you? Yeah. You see, he didn't even realize this. I forgot. I actually really forgot. I mean, I mean, Singapore was like two years ago. Yeah. So I had the Galaxy Buds in my ears at that time. Yeah. And the vocal pickup is really good. Even with the Buds Plus, it's impressive. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what the Buds Live have in store. Yeah. Well, we saw. Well, Jivan saw the Samsung Galaxy Buds Live on the media brief, but I think no one dared to touch it. People were touching it. No one wanted to put it in their ears. Well, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Nobody wanted <laughs> to actually try it on, because hygiene purposes, COVID nineteen, you know, this scary lah. So how much is the Fold Two? Is did they already announce a price? No price has been announced just yet. What about the Galaxy Buds Live? Buds Live is six ninety nine ringgit. Ooh, that's actually not a bad price, ah. Yes. I mean, you consider this, okay? The nearest competitor to it that has really good noise cancelling let's say okay is probably the airpods pro okay which is nearly a thousand ringgit now thousand two thousand two right and then the sony wf 1000 mark 3 x mark 3 basically right that's 949 ringgit still yeah okay and then you want the sennheiser momentum earbuds those those you know wireless earbuds that is a thousand three hundred thousand five hundred ringgit now in the US or the international pricing is actually one six nine nine nine. Yeah, but for Malaysia is six hundred and ninety nine, which is actually very very cheap, you know. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So if you're looking for an inexpensive noise cancelling earphones, which I think would be quite good, I think you can look at the Samsung Samsung Galaxy Buds Live. It's a handful, uh, The name. Yep. That's why they should have just gone with Galaxy Beans. Magic Beans. Yep. The Samsung Magic Beans. Yeah. Well, we have the Watch 3 as well, which comes with a few new features, including uh, your SpO2, your oxygenation and deoxygenation of your blood. It has AK, AKG, EKG uh, functions, mm. but it hasn't been approved just yet in Malaysia. Right. So we don't know whether it's actually coming here. Well, let's hope it does because that's what the Galaxy Watch 3 would be for. 
Although I still feel like the Galaxy Watch 3's finish is not as nice as the Samsung Galaxy Gear S3. Yeah, you know why? Even when, through the pictures that I took and when I saw the watch, I felt like the finish was a little bit more toy-like compared to what we have oh, with the no. watch, <laughs> the Gear S3. And the watch active. Oh no, that's sad. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know whether it's because it's so thin. So it's right. nearly half the thickness of the gear. Ah, S3. okay, okay. I I guess I know what what direction they're trying going to. The they're trying to go to because I think there was a lot of complaints about the Samsung Galaxy Watch being a bit too thick. Even yeah. uh, there's a lot of complaints about smartwatches being too thick. Yeah, actually, yeah, and I get why they would want to go a little bit thinner. It looks better, but the bezels have also shrunk. Yeah, so the bezels are also a little bit, uh, thinner, which makes like if you're going for that navigator look. If your bezels are too thin, it just makes it look like toys. And don't forget, that Samsung, is true. Samsung's finish is black on grey. Yeah, so I mean on the bezel front, I think they sh- they're still maintaining that rotating bezel thing. Uh, uh, however, right, uh, by the way. But at the same time, I think if it looks too small, it looks like, you know, fatter fingers will not be able to use it properly, maybe? I feel like that. Yeah, I didn't try because there were very limited units. So Or, didn't you, or you didn't want to wear it. Yeah, nobody wanted to wear it. I can tell you yeah. for a fact that the watch did not move the whole time I was there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is how afraid we are of COVID-19. This is how scared we are. Well, to be fair, we are in the office today, okay? And we're recording this in the office. But at the same time, we're also taking precautions. Yeah. And I think when it comes to the whole suite of what was announced yesterday, one of my friends summed it up pretty accurately. Samsung mm. has won the year. Mm. Especially when it comes to tech. Right. But we still have a few launches to go. Well, yeah, we st- I still haven't seen the devices, okay? And I'm actually looking forward. Um, I wouldn't say that they've won the year just yet until they've launched it in Malaysia. Don't know which direction they're going for. August 6th. Yes, on the August... August 6th is today? Yeah, sorry, September 6th. Se- September 6th. <laughs> I'm sorry for that fumble. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. So, yes. So, we are looking forward for their launch uh, locally. Malaysia will obviously be one of the first countries to actually get a lot of these stuff. The fault, unfortunately, for Malaysia, because Malaysia's spending power is not so much. La. We have to understand that. So, it might come a bit later. But at the same time, the fault too is not really announced. Their lo- They haven't lo- announced their launch date Everywhere else yet, right? No. The yeah. Fold 2 has been announced. It has not been announced. As in, the <laughs> release date has not been announced yet. The device has been announced. <laughs> yeah. So, I think we can look forward to the Samsung Galaxy Note 20 very, very soon in Malaysia. Even the Samsung Galaxy Watch 3 and the Samsung Galaxy Buds Life. The magic beans, lah, basically. Now... If I had, if you had to pick, Jivan, which one would you think is the winner of the show? 
I would think that it's actually the note twenty. I want to say the magic but uh, I want to say the magic beans lah. But no, because simply put, people will go for the note twenty because of its price point. Yeah, it's actually not very expensive considering. Yeah, and at the same time, you have a lot of value to add mm. if you are going for the ultra. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, we did mention that it's it's not cheap. It's still not cheap to get a phone. It is true. It's not cheap to get the phone. The smartphone is five thousand ringgit. Uh, for the most expensive, it's not cheap. But considering what you're getting from the phone, right? It's actually not bad value. Mm-hmm. It's really not bad value considering you also get the magic beans free. Oh yeah, for pre-order. pre-order now. Is it open already? Yes. Right. So what's pre-order the pre-order detail? This uh today, so go to Samsung's website. Mm-hmm. You can pre-order digitally. It is five one nine nine for the Note Twenty Ultra, and you get the Buds Live, which is worth six nine nine ringgit for free. Mm-hmm. If you get the Note Twenty, five G, yep, uh, you get the Buds, yeah, plus. Buds Plus free. That's also same for the Note Twenty. Yep. Four G. Yep. Right. So, look forward to that. Also, look forward for our review. Maybe we'll come come up with it very soon. We don't actually have the device yet, lah. But I'm just saying, lah. Yeah. <laughs> This hint hint Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> Samsung, if you're listening. Yeah. But that is all the time we have for. This tech and tonic special. It's been what forty-five minutes now. It's one of the longer shows that we have. Yikes! One of the longest specials that we have. Just talking about Samsung's launch yesterday, yesterday night, last night, and the brief, right? But anyway, we are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. Anywhere that you like. I mean, if you don't see us in where you prefer to hear us, you know, just let us know. Reach out to us via email. Facebook DM or whatever not, okay? And we'll try to get ourselves there. Of course, check out our website, Tech and to- Oh no, no, not not Tech and Tonic, Tech and TV, right? Tech, tech and dot TV. <laughs> tech and dot TV. I'm Darwin. I'm Jiven. here. We are saying bye bye. So we'll see you next week. In the next week. Bye bye.